Hello and welcome to the podcast of TechEU. I am your host, Andrew Degeler, and this is a remote work special brought to you by Lark, an ex-generation office suite that seamlessly brings together chat, video conferencing, documents, calendar, and much more. Today we are going to talk about remote teams and the tools to keep them running. Most of us working from home these days, and this change, unfortunately, does not always lead to an increase in productivity, and I know it uh, for myself as well. So what are some good ways of keeping team members engaged, but also happy and feeling good? To discuss that, I am joined in our virtual studio by Anand Devarajan, the product manager at Lark. Hi, Anand. Uh, thanks for joining. Hey, glad to be here. So basically, as far as I understand, you are looking for the answers to the questions that I just mentioned for a living. Can you briefly tell me then a little bit more about Lark as a company and a product and your own role within the organization? Sure thing. So you mentioned Lark is a next generation collaboration suite that really enables teams to do their best work together. You know, work tools should be making our workdays seamless and not fraught with the constant loss of time, the balance of juggling multiple tools to get work done. Everyone's been there where you're sending a PowerPoint via email, updating it, or maybe if you're using G Suite, you're trying to uh, find a Zoom link and then send it to a channel over Slack or switching back to Google Calendar. Our team just felt like we needed something more efficient and more seamless to get things done. So although that may seem like the norm uh, nowadays, it doesn't have to be. And you can check out what we're building over at LarkSuite.com, L-A-R-K-S-U-I-T-E. Um, as a product manager at Lark, I'm actually helping oversee the functions across the entire suite and thinking through the way people work on a day-to-day. -day. Also, how to make that more efficient and effective. Whether it be from creating a doc to finding a file, as a product role, we analyze user feedback to aim to create the best experience for our users. Right. So I see that uh, Europe is a high priority market uh, for Lark. And uh, uh, since uh, we are uh, writing for and about startups, I'm really sort of wondering what uh, Lark as a product can offer startups. So uh, what, do you actually have like a sweet spot in terms of a team size? Is it, uh, is it like smaller teams of 10 people or is it large corporations of thousands of people? Yeah, so uh, currently we actually support both. So I would definitely say for smaller teams, like under 20 people, Lark is a great option. It keeps you nimble and swift. But we also have features within Lark that support organizations of varying different sizes, even over 500 people. Right. Well, okay, our very small team of uh, TechEU, that's like uh, five, six people, we've been playing with Lark uh, for uh, for a couple of weeks now. And uh, I mean, yeah, it, it is pretty interesting. I, I have to say it, uh, it really helps uh, keep the focus uh, without uh, jumping uh, between different apps. But also a few things really that I wanted to talk a little bit more about, which uh, are sort of features that are kind of unique uh, for Lark and uh, something that I have not really uh, experienced before. So if you can just walk me through a few of these things. Uh, first of all, uh, can you walk me through uh, the idea of uh, same page multi-threaded meetings? Well, what is it? Yeah, sure. So uh, one of the things we do and we really love about our product suite is our docs plus video conferencing features. So uh, the idea of a same page meeting is it's a really efficient way to get everyone on the same page. So for example, imagine that you're, an advertising campaign is about to go out. A typical meeting might have one person who's running the campaign speak to a lot of different members, maybe across PR, 
marketing, brand, product, and legal. And each person will go back verbally with their feedback about it. The idea of a same page meeting is that you could create one doc in our docs product and share it into a meeting. And at the meeting, everyone could read through the doc and leave comments in real time. So this is the idea between single-threaded and multi-threaded. Single-threaded meaning I speak and then someone else speaks to give feedback. However, with the same page meeting, you could write one doc and then people could give uh, feedback in real time. So during the meeting, while people are leaving comments on the doc, the person who initiated the meeting could be multi-threaded, replying to different comments and resolving different issues. At the bottom of our doc is a quick thumbs up icon. So when people have finished reading the doc, you could know because they'll give a thumbs up to the, to the document. And what happens then is the initiator of the meeting could go through all the comments with everyone so that they're all on the same page. It really helps uh, drive efficiency and also lets people work more asynchronously. So if they didn't come to the meeting, they have a very clear documented uh, way of seeing what happened and transpired. Right. And is this something that you also practice within the company itself? Totally. I mean, um, our, our company is remotely working from a lot of different places around the world. So we have a lot of same page meetings. It's definitely driven our average meeting time from like what could be hours or over an hour to around, I would say, 15, 20 minutes. There's still a lot of discussion, but it definitely helps us synthesize a lot of that. And one other thing that uh, to mention about that is that our docs product works seamlessly with our video conferencing sharing. So a lot of times previously, you might be on a Zoom call, someone will share their screen and they're sharing a Google Doc. With ours, our doc is embedded right within the video itself so that you could actually go in and comment right on the page. Right. Yeah. This is this is actually very interesting. I, I also I also also noticed that one, and that's uh, totally uh, totally different, and uh, I guess uh, better than uh, what we what we're used to. Now, just uh, I wanted to move a little bit uh, towards like a high level sort of uh, perspective uh, conversation, because you said that uh, Lark is a next gen collaboration suite. So, what are the first uh, like the previous gen then? How, how do you define them? Yeah, so if you look at how work tools have evolved, um, we could really think, you know, from the zero generation, which was the analog paper and pen, perhaps even calculator world, moving into the first generation of all, uh, digital working tools, really Microsoft Office helped us bring everyone into that world. A lot of people, even in school, when you start learning how to use a tool, you start with Office. A lot of our habits have been ingrained in Word, Excel, even Outlook. Uh, from the so the generation one world brought us into the digital age. The generation two world brought us into a more of a online collaboration age, which was similar to what we see now in G Suite happening also in Slack. It's a real time as well as collaborative uh, way of working online. So instead of passing the ball on a document back and forth to each other, you could edit in real time. Now, what we envision as a Generation 3 world is actually more seamless as well as intelligent. Uh, seamless meaning I shouldn't have to jumble between a lot of multiple different tools to get things done. Also, intelligent meaning across one suite or one product, I could find the things I want at the right time. Yeah. Okay. That, this uh, this definition uh, uh, makes sense. And then uh, I have another question that's more of a more of a hands-on because a lot of people obviously are used to working with the first uh, generation software, mostly the software that's installed on your computer where you create uh, docs or do any other things. So, what would be 
good ways to help uh, these uh, people transition to the newer tools of uh, second and preferably third generation? Yeah, um, it's definitely a big transition, but it's uh, it's kind of welcoming the transition, I think, with open arms and change. Uh, during this time, especially right now, it's an interesting time to try different and new methodologies. Uh, the easiest thing, I think, is to still think about what the goals of or what you're working on. So previously, if you were, you know, a lot of teams were working on creating PowerPoints, the goals of those PowerPoints might be to effectively communicate ideas with a broader team. So instead of you sticking to the constructs of a PowerPoint, maybe trying to use a doc like the same page meeting as a way of just using words to communicate ideas instead of focusing on formatting. So an easy way to get into it is, I think, just to try it out. You know, Lark right now during this time is also free. So just give it a whirl. Right. Yeah, I've just I've really noticed uh, uh, many times that uh, uh, for uh, some people who are very much uh, entrenched with the with the old ways, it it can be a bit of a it can be a bit of a challenge to uh, kind of transition to online and interactive uh, sort of experiences. Have you seen successful cases? Let's put it this way of uh, this transition. Yeah, um, we have actually one quite large uh, retail supermarket client, uh, and uh, they started moving away from doing more formal email updates and PowerPoints into same page meeting in a online doc. Uh, the way they they initiated the change management was they first rolled it out with one team. Uh, there was maybe a Power Lark user within that team that wanted to try it out. And when they had some traction with it, they shared some of their best learnings with other teams that tried it out as well. Uh, it's definitely, there's no one-size-fits-all way to dive into the deep end. But I think just giving it one try, you'd be surprised at how effective it could be and try to learn some new ideas there as well. Right. How do you get those power users, though? How do you, how do you hook like one person from a company to uh, become very uh, uh, sort of enthusiastic about the product? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I would say we have varying ages and varying uh, kind of power users within different companies. But usually it's people who are a bit more, uh, I would say, wanting something different. A lot of people, you know, probably resonate with the idea that the tools, you know, every day our consumer apps are changing and we're getting new and shiny uh, kind of software or platforms, but the working tools haven't changed so much. So sometimes the power users tend to resonate with people that are a little bit more tech savvy and willing to try new things. Right. Back to questions about uh, remote teams and uh, keeping people engaged. Uh, there is a pretty important question that I see actually a lot uh, popping up in conversations about remote work, especially these days. And the question is about the blurring line between work and private life. Basically, when are you at work? When are you at home and not working? So, how do you how do you experience it yourself now? And what do, uh, what does Lark offer to keep uh, to keep the balance, if anything? Totally. I mean, the whole idea and notion of at work and off of work is being completely blurred now that everyone's staying at home. Uh, we have built in a lot of features to help with this time, as well as remote teams in general. But specifically, our calendar features work really great. Uh, our calendar is integrated within chat, as well as you could jump very easily from our Docs product to see someone's availability in their calendar. So our calendar and actually listing out the availabilities throughout the day uh, your working time, you could adjust as well, has become a quite a powerful feature during this time. Uh, 
So even I place my daily activities on my calendar and make them public, such as even the basic ones is breakfast, lunch, and dinner, um, you know, so that my teammates know that I, mean, I got to go eat. Uh, <laughs> as well as, you know, just uh, you could set do not disturb. And uh, as I mentioned, the working hours, in addition to that, if it's not because there's a lot of remote working teams working across different time zones, you could actually see in the chat bar before you send a message if it's at a time that they might be sleeping. So if I'm going to message you and it's 1 a.m., before I send the message, I'll have a little reminder telling me that it might be a time when you're sleeping over there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I have received a number of messages while sleeping uh, over the years, <laughs> pretty much always. Anyway, another part of this of this issue is uh, sort of the sense of, I don't know, community at work, right? So, and uh, I, I noticed that uh, in Log there is this uh, feature called Virtual Office, uh, which is sort of just another place for people to congregate and talk to each other. So can you walk me through uh, this, uh, this one and uh, uh, like, how did it uh, come to life and what's the idea here? Totally. You know, maintaining camaraderie is a huge point during this whole COVID situation and working from home. Uh, yet a lot of people are uncomfortable doing all day video calls. And, you know, the sense of community that you could get just via text is also very low. So there's definitely during this time, you know, remote working has a lot of benefits, but there could be some downsides, such as the risk of, you know, personal and professional isolation. So sometimes the interact, it's kind of like Goldilocks. Text is, you know, a little bit too impersonal. Video chat sometimes is a bit too heavy. So we came up with a feature we call virtual office, which allows you in any group chat to just hop on a call, which is just audio, which is uh, a bit more casual. So for example, my team, uh, the way we do it is when we hop on in the morning around 10 a.m. or so, we'll go into our regular IM group chat, but hop into the virtual office and everyone could just be there hanging on the line. You could casually have those drive-by conversations you might have in the office with someone, but also not feel forced that you, because you're on a video chat, it's a purposeful communication. So this one is uh, much more casual, but it also allows for people to have more spontaneous communication. So it's basically as if everybody's got a walkie-talkie on the same frequency. Yeah, that's a fun <laughs> way to think about it. Right. Okay, so uh, to wrap it up and again, make things a bit more actionable. So you've been digging into the topic of remote teams for a long time now, and you are a part of one as well. So what would be your, let's say, top three recommendations to people who are just trying to adapt to this new normal from home? Yeah, Accepting this different reality could really feel challenging, not only at a startup, but just as an individual. You know, collaboration tools were built for remote teams and, you know, uh, helping people collaborate together, but they could also be positioned for people for fostering community and discussion. Um, one of the, some of the things that have really helped us get through these times is, you know, using collaboration tools to position other activities that you might get in an office place. So definitely talking about one thing that we've been doing is creating video lunch buddies across an organization. This helps with the bigger organization as well, um, just to give people a sense of that lunchtime uh, rush or catching up with different buddies. It's easy to get into a doc, arrange people to meet up via that way. Uh, we also have some virtual virtual happy hours, which build a sense and foster a sense of community. Another way of getting through this right now is also just remembering to work out. And that's another thing we do via Lark. Uh, our team is starting to do a workout of the day. So we have like a running doc and different people run a different workout of the day to kind of 
challenge each other on the team, but also have a bit of fun. Another thing, this you know, for remote work in general, is this might be an interesting time to experiment with you know remote working and expanding your organization beyond just the COVID situation. So a lot of successful companies that use remote working uh, could have an expanded talent pool, but also a lot more flexible work schedule. Uh, that seems to be the silver lining behind this entire situation is a lot of people are spending more time with their family, doing activities during the day that they normally couldn't do, and organizing that via the calendar to let your teammates know you might be doing something else is totally reasonable and it's a great use of uh, the collaboration tool. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Anand, thanks a lot again for joining today. Thanks a lot for your insight and advice. And uh, yeah, good luck with uh, Lark and uh, uh, working from home. Thank you. So this is it for our today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I do hope you enjoyed it. Please help us spread the word. Tell a friend or colleague about the show and follow our updates on Twitter at tech underscore EU. Audio engineering for this podcast is done by SoundPulse, that is sound-pulse.com. Please feel free to email us with any questions, suggestions, and opinions at podcast at techEU. And again, if you want to try out Lark, you can find it at larksuite.com slash techEU. That's L-A-R-K-S-U-I-T e.com/techeu stay safe stay healthy enjoy the rest of your week and i'm going to talk to you again next monday bye bye